everybody, and welcome back to the Freshman 15 Podcast. My name is Colin Bass, and I'm here with my dad here on Father's Day. Dad, how's it going? Good, Colin. Glad to be here. Oh, yes. So we're currently in Big Sandy, Texas. All this summer, I've been working at camp, and this weekend, the fam came to visit. So we're here chilling in the RV. So if you hear some little background noise, we're just in an RV. So, Dad, happy Father's Day. What's going on? Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh... Glad you glad to be with you this weekend. It's always fun to have the whole family together on a special day like Father's Day, and, and the fact that we hadn't seen you in I guess it's been about five weeks. So, Colin, your voice sounds a little different. All the screaming and hollering and and all that stuff with the with the kids, I think it's taken its toll. But really fun to see the camp and uh, this little small town in Texas has been another uh, fun little uh, adventure. Heck yeah! Oh my gosh! Well, we're on the Freshman Fifteen podcast, and I would just like to hear a little bit about your college story and. Maybe just tell the audience where you went to college, why you ended up there, and just about the whole experience. All right. So my college story, I guess to uh, to really tell the full story, I, I've got to mention that uh, I have a twin brother, uh, so Rodney and Ronnie Bass, uh, very close with my brother all growing up. And uh, when we were in high school, we had a lawn business, and so that lawn business uh, did very well, and it was something that we thought we wanted to keep doing. So to keep doing that lawn business in college really limited our, uh, our opportunities or our options. So we decided to stay close to home, and I uh, went to school at the University of Louisville, right there in town where I grew up, and uh, was able to do that while also maintaining our lawn business uh, full-time and uh, taught me a lot, uh, earned a lot of great money, and uh, really afforded my brother and I a lot of great opportunities during college as well as after college. So went to the University of Louisville, um, joined a fraternity, uh, which was a fantastic thing for, for me and also my brother. We were in the same fraternity. Uh, the first year we were uh, roommates. Uh, well, we lived at home for a semester and then we had a year in an apartment with a, with a couple of other guys, which was quite an adventure. And then after that uh, year, uh, we bought a house and my brother and I were roommates uh, all through the rest of college. Uh, all the way up until I got married to my wife. Uh, so lots of uh, side stories and uh, lots of interesting <laughs> chapters during that time, but love the University of Louisville. I went to business school, got a degree in marketing, and uh, have, uh, haven't haven't regretted a thing. It was all fantastic. Let's go. I love that. I love that. So you said you did a lawn business during college and fraternity. Do you think like that was all of your commitments, or were you involved in other things as well? Uh, the lawn business was a, was big, a uh, big commitment. So my brother and I, and then my younger brother was a big part of that as well. Uh, at the at the end of that, we were mowing 80 yards a week, as well as some commercial business. So we were very, very busy. Um, but, you know, it's funny. I look back over my life, and uh, I'm sure there's college students that can relate to this. When I was the busiest in my life, it's also when I was the absolute most productive. Uh, when you know you've only got so much time in the day and in a week, and you've got 80 yards to cut, and you've got two papers to write, and you've got a fraternity meeting, and you've got all these things. It's amazing what happens uh, when you, your ability to prioritize and your ability to multitask, and you just don't waste time. You know, you get everything done and wake up Saturday morning, and it's all done. But you, I look back to those times maybe in the winter when I was just working part-time. Uh, you know, you got some stuff to do, but your buddies want to go out and party on a Wednesday night, and you're like, ah yeah, I can write that paper on Thursday or Friday. And the ability to procrastinate is a lot, <laughs> lot bigger and a lot harder to avoid when you're not as busy. So being busy was great. I think busy uh, was fantastic. So lawn business was a huge part. 
Um, business school requires a lot of group things, so a lot of stuff at school, and then the fraternity. I mean, that was really my life, I think, for, for the, those three, four years. It kept me very busy. Dang, that's, that's awesome, though. Okay, crazy question. Uh, right now, whenever we're in 2021, we're going to school, we got computers, we got all these things, we got Google calendars, alerts on our phones, reminding us where to go to class, where to go, when to go, who's going to be there. We know everything before we go. How did you keep track of 80 lawns a week on top of school, fraternity meetings? How did you keep track of all those things well, without the Google Calendar? It's funny you ask. So uh, uh, back before all that, we had written day planners. <laughs> so imagine like a notebook, you know, full-size notebook, spiral bound. And as you turn the page, uh, that would look just like the screen on Google Calendar. <laughs> you had a column for each day of the week. Uh, and so my brother and I would write down, literally, the, we knew the customers all by name, and so we would write down, you know, these are the 12 we got to do on Monday, and the 15 on Tuesday, and the 14 on Wednesday. And then if we had, you know, you got to somebody's house and they wanted to prepay you uh, for the, maybe the neighbor next door is going to be on vacation for the next two weeks, you'd have to flip the pages and write their names on those dates, write paid next to it. It was all pen and paper. Oh, my god! It gosh. was very manual. And, uh, you know, you're a lost that book, man. You'd be <laughs> in a lot of trouble. Did you ever lose it? I don't think we ever lost it, no. Now, we did have a personal computer at our house in college. We did use that for some of our invoicing and stuff there towards the end. Uh, but to give you an idea, uh, you guys know that, you know, iPhones today are, I think it's 64 gig, 128. Yeah. You know, that's the size of this memory. Oh, yeah. Our first computer at home, our first PC had a two gigabyte hard drive on it and it was a very expensive computer so just show you what technology's changed that's crazy oh my gosh so all those crazy stories that's so much fun um but with your roommates that weren't your brother like how did you meet those guys to begin with were they just your, like your best friends you wanted to live with or were they random dudes how did you get together with them so they were all fraternity brothers uh okay. my brother and i we rushed our freshman first semester freshman year that was the semester we lived at home uh, and so while going through Rush, anybody that's been in Rush or been a fraternity, you know how close you get to your buddies, you know, very, oh, yeah. very quickly. And so uh, by, you know, that was, so it was August, we rushed, uh, you know, our Rush was the whole semester. Um, you know, by October, November, we already had some close friends that we, that we kind of wanted a room with. And so uh, in November, we started looking for an apartment. There were five of us that wanted to live together. Uh, and then in December, right around, right before Christmas break, we ended up moving into the apartment. So five guys, so Ron and I were two of the five, and then uh, Brad Keller, and then uh, D who I still know today, and Dean Williamson, and then the last guy was Teddy Jewell. Interesting story, Teddy Jewell, a uh, good friend of ours, uh, was hearing impaired. And so we had this uh, townhouse we wanted to rent. It was a two-story apartment, three bedrooms up, and then a dining room downstairs that we really did not need. And so we were able to convince the, uh, the ownership of the apartment to turn that dining room into a fourth bedroom. And uh, our friend Teddy, who would not be bothered by noise, uh, offered to take that room because it was right off the kitchen and right off the foyer. And so our, our hearing, hearing impaired friend Teddy had the, bath, the bedroom that was probably the noisiest in terms of proximity to everything, but it worked great for him. And then I actually shared the master bedroom with Dean. So Dean and I shared a room, and then Ron and Brad had the other upstairs rooms all to themselves. So I had a year with Dean. Uh, uh, he was my roommate, and uh, we had lots of fun. It was a really fun year. So living with Teddy, was he, he was deaf? Yep. He, yep. Dang, so that's so cool. Oh, my gosh. So what is that like living with a man that's deaf and hearing impaired? So uh, I have an aunt who's also hearing impaired, and so I was very comfortable, and I, you know, I already understood how you communicate uh, with people hearing impaired. They normally can read, read your lips. And so Teddy was very, very good at reading lips. So you would talk to Teddy just like anyone else. 
uh, you might really uh, pronounce the words, you know, overpronounce a little bit with your lips so he could read. Uh, and then Teddy, uh, he, I think he went deaf when he was a boy, like six or seven. Uh, and so he already could speak pretty well. Some folks that are hearing impaired don't speak very well, but he could speak well. Uh, and so he could talk back to you and, you know, maybe just slightly difficult to understand, but he was very, very good. And so talking to Teddy was just like talking to anybody else. It really, I mean, there were people, he would tell stories about being out in a bar, a noisy bar, and he'd meet girls and they never even knew he was hearing impaired. In fact, he would tell <laughs> stories that he'd meet a girl and then she'd go across the bar and she'd be talking to her girlfriend about him and he could read her lips all the way across the bar and she had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah, really, That's sounds like a fun little house though. Really neat guy. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. So going through college, all these crazy friends, all the, all the, the frat life, all the things. Um, at the end of college, do you ever look back and like think, dang, I wish I did something differently or dang, maybe I wish I didn't work so much. Maybe I worked more. Maybe I, any regrets looking back on college? Um, I don't think I have any regrets. I mean, my college years, uh, like I said, I worked really hard on the lawn business. My brother and I made really good money uh, at a young age. Um, we wasted a lot of money. I mean, I guess if there's a regret, we wasted a lot of money. You know, I, I think we had this attitude at that age, like probably most people do. You don't really aren't thinking too far into the future. You know, you we got a lot of money coming in and it's easy to just spend it all. And we didn't spend all of it every week, but we spent a lot of it. You yeah. know, we went out and we partied and, you know, buying food or drinks for people and just because we knew we'd make a bunch more the next week. And, you know, we were getting paid in cash a lot. So you got money in your pocket and, you know, what's the old saying about it kind of burns a hole in your pocket. Again. <laughs> yeah. So we did some of that. But I mean, all, all in all, uh, I think that's the right age to learn those lessons. I mean, it's better to learn it at 19 or 20 versus uh, when you're 29 or 30, yeah. you know, when you're we're wasting more money and hadn't learned how to save and, and think more about the future. But, um, you know, college is such an awesome time in your life. I'm sure most people that look back, they would love to go back again um, just because, I mean, it is hard. You work some late nights studying and writing papers. But, you know, there's this, uh, someone phrased it to me years ago, this element of social development that happens in college. And it's your ability to develop uh, friendships with, with all types of people, all different ages. Uh, you know, probably dating is a lot more prevalent when you're in college versus when you're younger. And really learning to kind of navigate all of those areas and, and, and learn. You know, you, you got to probably have your heart broken a few times and uh, you may go out and party a little too late and, and not feel good the next day for a test. Uh, but all those things are part of growing up and, and learning how to be a responsible adult. And so I think that's what makes college so exciting is you look at the the young boy you were uh, when you went in at 18 years old and uh, you, you all of a sudden you're 22 and you're kind of a full-grown adult and you haven't learned everything but you've laid a hopefully laid a really good foundation for your future oh yeah that's that's so cool I can already see that like being a freshman looking up to those guys that are seniors and like half my fraternity brothers that are seniors just got married or they're getting married this summer yeah. and like holy crap those are my friends that are getting married that's insane and it's a time of your life when you probably have you know your level of responsibility is only going to increase after college yeah. you'll never have that level of responsibility i mean that minimal level of responsibility i mean you're responsible for yourself and nobody else yeah you know so it 100%. only gets more challenging as you get older and i mean it's not hard it's just it's just more yeah. So leave me some concrete advice. Like, what do you think would be like looking back on yourself? If you you were that freshman coming in about to rush in the fall, living with your parents this first semester, what would you say to yourself that you wish you knew? Um, just this freshman, the first semester, or just all through? Just coming in, like this this upcoming semester. Um, I would say put yourself out there. Um, for me, the joining fraternity was a really good decision. Um, but as, I will tell you, as a parent, um, uh, there are times where I read uh, p parents posting on the Facebook page for Baylor. And I'm sure it's true of every college. 
uh, parents that are upset that their children just didn't have the experience that they that they wanted in college. And I don't know their situation, and I know we're coming out of a pandemic, and times are very different. But you know, it takes two people to forge relationships and situations and, and opportunities. And if a student is going to stay in their room and wishing they were meeting people, well, you can't meet people in your room. <laughs> 100%. So I think you have to take a risk. Um, you've got to get outside of your room. You've got to go get on campus. Go find activities that you like to do, and you're naturally going to find people just like you. Exactly. You know, people that have the same interests and hobbies. And, you know, there's just as many people that maybe want to go out and party on the weekends, and, and there's just as many that don't, right, that they're doing other activities, and they're going to the, the country western uh, line dancing place, or they're going camping on the weekends. You've got to find your people, and uh, the only way you do that is to put yourself out there. And the thing to remember is that, there's just as many people there's tons of people just like you that wish they knew people just like you oh yeah so you got to get out there and make it happen for every person complaining they wish they knew somebody is another person complaining wish they knew somebody exactly right and your best friend might just be waiting in the cafeteria on the first day of school like me and Benj that's right that's right (laughs) don't be afraid to get out there maybe talk to that crazy person that's in front of you in line wearing that whack outfit or that weird person like about to bike ride past you on campus like just say hi what's the worst that could happen yeah what's the Uh, worst yeah for sure so a couple minutes left um after you graduated college like what what did that look like did you go right into a job what happened after right after so college? so my brother and i uh we we mowed lawns every every you know spring summer fall and then we always had about four or five months where we had to find a job and so every year i did something different you know i had fast food or i did i did construction one winter i framed houses and you know you learn quickly that stay in college because that's a really hard way to make a living although those people are very very important uh not the way i wanted to spend my life but uh good learning experience so one year the last year i worked in a restaurant and uh, my brother and I decided as we were finishing our senior year, I'm still working at this restaurant, got the summer in front of us, we'll be graduating. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't go to college for four years to mow lawns. I want to do something else. Uh, and so this restaurant uh, offered me a job to stay on as a front of the house manager. So I was a restaurant manager. Uh, I think I stayed there a couple of years. Um, looking back, probably could have made a big business out of the lawn, lawn service. Um, that was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I probably had a big head about, about what that was all about. Um, but hey, anyway, you can get out there and, and make a good living and do something you enjoy doing. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, but worked at the restaurant for a couple of years and, you know, learned a lot of great lessons there too about managing people and, you know, the responsibilities of running a good restaurant and all the thought and work and things that happen behind the scenes, the scheduling and all the problems that happen. All the restaurants have all the same problems. But, dealing uh, with people. Dealing with people, <laughs> dealing with people, yeah. bartenders, stealing drinks and all that good stuff. But uh, fun times for sure. Nice. So... We're wrapping up here. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Dad. Anything else? Any last final thoughts you'd like to share for our audience? Um, just enjoy college. You know, it's just a fun time of your life. It's hard. Uh, there will always be hard things, hard tests, hard papers, you know, situations with friends or teachers. I mean, life isn't always easy, um, but you got to make the best of it. you got to have a good attitude. Uh, but really, just enjoy college. College is so much fun. There's so much adventure and just so many great things that you can do and be part of each day and each week, each weekend. You don't spend your weekend sitting in your room. Go find some friends and go take a road trip. Go camping. Go volunteer. Just go do something that creates a memory because uh, you're going to wake up one day, two, three, four years from now, and you're going to look back and think, man, I could have done more, you know? 100%. So just make the best of it and enjoy it. Oh, my gosh. Well, Dad, thank you so much for having or coming on the show today um and yeah it's been a great it's been so much fun getting to know learn about your college experience and have you on the show so thanks for happy father's me. day and to the audience out there my name is colin bass and i'll see you guys next week see thank you, you guys